0: This is the Everything Weight Loss Podcast with Shari Ware, where we talk about everything, all things, anything to do with weight loss, health and wellness. Today, we are talking to Margaret Plasier. After 35 years of living with her own gut issues, Margaret devoted her life to researching and studying health, including nutrition and other natural therapies such as hypnotherapy, iridology, sclerology and aromatherapy. She has also studied with Tyler Tolman and the Heal Thyself movement. Margaret has now dedicated her life to helping others find their own answers to their health struggles, and she uses a combination of modalities for healing and focuses heavily on mindset and sharing her knowledge of and love of life-giving foods. Margaret is a functional health coach, so she does not treat symptoms, rather she treats every person as a whole. Margaret, you are speaking my language, absolutely welcome, and thank you for being here today.
1: Thanks, Shari. Thank you for inviting me along.
0: So, my very first question is, if you were to have one, what would you say is your superpower?
1: Okay. So, I believe that my superpower is my ability to take people from a place of bloating, constipation, aching joints or skin conditions through a healing journey to a place where they feel full of energy, full of life, feeling fantastic, and they're symptom-free.
0: Wow, that sounds pretty good to me, especially if you've got any of those conditions. Um, So I know you and I know that the reason why you do what you do is because of the journey that you went on yourself. So tell us what that journey was. Why do you do what you do?
1: Okay, so uh, I've lived actually a lifetime of gut related problems. Uh, At the age of 16, I ended up in hospital as a result of my own gut health issues, but I still didn't think that it was a big deal. You know, I, I had problems, but they were not really big enough to cause me any real problems. So I would lived all my life with it. So I didn't really think anything of it, Um, but I suffered a lot of bloating, um, which I have to say at the time, I didn't actually realize it was bloating. Um, I thought I was just overweight and that everybody that was overweight felt that way. So um, I'd been like constipated my whole life. Sorry, I talk a lot about poo. No, that's okay.
0: I'm guessing that you thought that was normal.
1: (laughs) I did, yeah. So um, I'd never really known anything else. So uh, 17 years ago, I actually got diarrhoea and I was like, "Mm, there's got to be something wrong here because that's not what I do, you know. Um, So you went from one extreme to the other. I did, yeah. And uh, I spent eight months actually with chronic explosive diarrhea, with doctors telling me to just keep taking amodium, it'll stop the diarrhea. And, you know, nobody could actually find what was wrong with me uh, to help me. Um, eventually, I was diagnosed as uh, celiac, so gluten-free, and of course, I had to go on to a really strict gluten-free diet, um, and I still, you know, I've been following the gluten-free diet for 17 years now, very strictly, um, but still, if I just have a little bit of gluten, I get really, really sick. Um, so, you know, things don't uh, change that much when you've got that condition. Yeah. Um, so um, after I went gluten three, gluten free, I thought that you know um, all of these symptoms would go away, but they didn't. Um, some things changed a bit, but the majority of it stayed the same uh, or returned. So I knew that there was something else going on that. Um, You know, clearly I wasn't meant to feel that way. So I went down the route of um, doctors and naturopaths and chiropractors. Um, you know, I sunk so much money into all these different modalities just to try and fix myself. But everything just seemed really hard and you know, when you go to a doctor and you say, well, I'm constipated, they will prescribe you something to make you go to the toilet. Or if you go and you say, I've got diarrhea, they'll prescribe you something to stop you from going so much. Um, You know, but nobody, like, they were not actually treating me as a whole person. They were only looking after a symptom at a time. Yeah. Um, So that kind of led me on my own path of study and just trying to work out for myself what was actually wrong with me and what i needed to do to fix myself um so yeah i went full on into study and studied lots um and what did you find out what helped you well what i found i guess was that it's very much gut, like the gut issues, the digestive system issues are very much multi-layered. So it wasn't just diet that I needed to change. Um, It wasn't all in my mind, which, you know, I had a doctor tell me that, you know, it was all in my mind. Unfortunately, Um,
0: when they can't figure out what the problem is, I think that's what what they do tell people
1: that's exactly what they do yeah that's exactly what they do um, so yeah I, I studied i went in and i studied nutrition and i studied hypnotherapy and, and each thing had this little change um, for me uh, and bit by bit i started to feel better and each time I felt a bit better, I thought, you know, oh, I've got this, you know, but then there was still lots of underlying things. So, you know, I'd suppressed all of these things for, you know, 35 years or something. I'd just been pushing everything down, playing whack-a-mole with my symptoms, you know.
0: Not dealing with
1: That's right, not dealing with it. You push something down and something else pops up. And, you know, in a way, your body will always scream, as loud as it needs to to get your attention. So um, once I've I've fixed or healed my gut, um, I found so many of my symptoms went away. The constipation went away. The bloating went away. You know, I used to wear uh, shirts that had no buttons because by sort of morning tea or or lunchtime, the buttons would be gaping open on my shirt. Wow undo the top button of my pants or my skirt or whatever you know yeah Um, it was just a world of pain for me uh it was awful and you know depression you know sort of swept in and um i spent a lot of time in dark places that i really didn't want to be in
0: well it would be Um, depressing not knowing how to how to heal yourself or not not even knowing what the problem was
1: yeah that's exactly it. You know, and I used to go to bed and I'd just wake up in the middle of the night and start worrying about things. I had nothing really to worry about, but I would just wake up and start worrying about everything. Um, I actually went and had um, saliva tests done, and it showed that my cortisol levels in the morning, afternoon, and evening were fine. But at midnight, they were actually through the roof. They were really high. Sleep. Wow!
0: So you were doing a lot of worrying when you were in stress space and bed asleep.
1: Yeah, that's right. Wow! Um, but now I go to sleep and I actually sleep, and it's wonderful. I love it.
0: Yay! So it sounds like you went on a journey of healing that took a lot of different modalities, took uh, a multi-pronged approach, and now where are you now? What's your life like now?
1: Oh, it's amazing. I actually, um, I feel like I wake up. I always used to say, you know, I just want to wake up fizzy. Like I wanted to wake up and actually look forward to the day and feel good about myself and, you know, have the energy to do things. And I do that now. It's it's good. Life is great.
0: I love that you said you want to wake up fizzy. That is <laughs> yeah.
1: I don't, I don't know where I heard that. I heard that a long, long time ago. Something said, you know, some somebody said I wanted to wake up fizzy and I thought, yeah, that's what I want. I want to wake up fizzy.
0: I've never heard that before, but I, I think that's an amazing way to wake up, so that's awesome. So my, my next question is, it's going to be around your formal qualifications and, and the reason why I'm asking you about it now is usually I ask people in the lead up to a podcast I asked them to you know send me their bio so I can introduce them send me their qualifications because um, it's the story is important and um, it's also important for some people to know you know um, what kinds of training that you've had now you sent me an email and (laughs) cracked me up so much you sent me this whole big long story with all of your qualifications but the whole story of how it all came about and I just thought oh I have to ask you about that so I'm going to ask you now you have a list a mile long of formal qualifications but I really want to know the whole story about that not not just what they are but how you came to each
1: one okay so I guess you know I've I sort of look at myself now as like the eternal studier or something. I've got to, rather than just, you know, Google something and be content with that, I need to actually learn and delve right into it. So- You're a lifelong learner, which is- I am. Yeah, yeah, that's it. I keep saying, that's it now, no more, but I, yeah, I just keep going. So um, I started my journey um, when I first left school as a nurse um and I worked in you know just the um, public hospital system, did all the wards and what have you. Um, and then I actually got sick of well, a part of it was the shift work and weekends and night duty that I got sick of. But also I kind of felt um, a little bit dismayed, I guess, with the health system. If you can call it that, um, I spent years after that working with specialist doctors, and you know, just seeing people coming through, um, you know, with the same things, and you know, spending their time in hospital and going home, and you know, it wasn't really all that inspiring, I guess. But anyway, so um, it wasn't your. It was
0: wasn't only your own journey, your own health journey, but also the patients that you saw coming through.
1: Yeah, that's right. The journey. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I guess I didn't really deal with that all that much. I I liked the knowledge that I got. You know, I learned all about anatomy and physiology, and you know how the body works and all that sort of thing. But yeah, I I guess it, it wasn't really my thing. So, um, I left that and I just got an office job and, you know, did that for a while while I was studying other things. So, I started off um, after that, I studied remedial massage and aromatherapy because uh, I thought that would be nice to do, and it was. Um, but then I went on and I started on um, studying naturopathy. So, I did homeopathy and I did nutrition uh, bark flowers, you know, just some nice reflexology and that sort of thing. Wow. I'm not even finished
0: yet. (laughs) Probably not even halfway Uh,
1: through. (laughs) Yeah, that's it. Um, So then, um, I went on and I studied, uh, beauty therapy because, uh, I wanted an understanding of the skin and, you know, Deep dive into into that sort of world and understand, you know, the function of the the largest organ of the body, if you like, the skin. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, and then I, um, what did I do next? Um, oh, I went on to study nutrition as uh, as it relates to weight loss because. A part of me kept saying I'm overweight um, and I'd go on a diet and I'd be told that, you know, well, you just need to swap this English muffin or this piece of mountain bread for a piece of gluten-free bread. And you know, it didn't work. It, yeah. it really didn't work for me, so weight loss was a chore for me. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, so I did that. And then um, most recently I have started with Tyler Tolman and the Heel I Self Movement. So that's like a, a deep dive into the whole body um, through the eyes. So learning uh, iridology and sclerology and uh, learning how... Um, you know, you can see what's going on in the body through the eyes. I've actually I'm taking that a step further now, and I'm studying with Tony Miller and uh, the integrated uridology uh, course. So, getting even more knowledge around. Uh, the eyes, so it's wow. fascinating. I love what you can see in the eyes, and I think that I think that's it.
0: Oh, I think you might, have, because I know that you've said that you do.
1: You use hypnotherapy as well. Oh, of course, yeah, hypnotherapy, yes. So that had, uh, oh, sorry, that had, uh, sorry, I got excited. It is exciting. <laughs> I got really excited then, and <laughs> I nearly knocked my laptop over and the water and everything. Uh, yes, so when I actually. Uh, I went along to uh, hypnosis weekend and the change that that made in me uh, was phenomenal. So I had to go on and learn more about that. That fascinated me Um, because I had, you know, being celiac and going out with friends for lunch and then having to say is that gluten free and you know can you do that and you know i'd end up with a boring salad with no dressing and you know thank goodness they're getting better these days it is yeah it's getting a lot better but um i had this real um fomo happening this real it was almost like a bit of anger because you know well why can't i just go and order anything off the menu and, and i would be like everybody else yeah and you know like i still had the bloating and i still had the constipation and i still had everything and yet i couldn't eat what i wanted to and the hypnosis actually helped me to bridge that little gap so um mm. i didn't feel that way it kind of uh, made my subconscious sort of be in line with my lifestyle, I guess. Yep.
0: Yeah, so, yep. yeah, Get get, um, get you on board a bit more with your lifestyle, would you say that's? Probably...
1: Yeah, yeah, that's right. So master hypnotherapy, master NLP practitioner. So yeah, thank okay. you for pointing that one out. Uh, that. Well, I'm a I'm a
0: fellow hypnotherapist, so <laughs> I, um, I I my ears always prick up especially when I'm speaking to another hypnotherapist. Okay. So amazing, amazing, amazing journey. I know um, that you, you know, from the work that we've done previously, from what I know about you that you're really passionate about helping your clients and I can absolutely see why. So I'm going to ask you now, what are the biggest mistakes that people make when it comes to the health and wellness and, yeah, what are the biggest mistakes they make? One, two or three? What, what
1: do you feel in your experience are the biggest mistakes? Okay, so I think that people are getting really diligent uh, around searching for answers on the internet. There's an awful lot of information on the internet that can help you to work out what you need to do and what things might help you. But I think that the biggest mistake that people are making when it comes to their health and wellness is not understanding that in order to make uh, real and lasting changes, you need like a container to hold the information. So what I mean by that is that people are trying to remove gluten from their diet. They try and remove dairy from their diet. They try quick fix supplement type products, you know, there's pills for everything Um, and it's hard. And then when they're not finding enough of a change, uh, you know, the return for their efforts not great enough to warrant either a longer change or a permanent change, then they just go and they put all those foods back in and they continue to suffer. So um, I believe that gut health exists over multiple layers. It's not just about food and it's not just, uh, you know, all in your head. And once you understand all of that, and you have a clear plan of how to move forward and support, um, it can be really easy to fix your gut. So I think people are looking for quick fixes, and I think that that's the biggest mistake that people make.
0: Yeah, definitely. I totally agree with you. That's um, that's that's the case in my field as well. So so. What are the steps they need to take for their best health and wellness, one, two or three? And what is one action step that they can take after they listen to this episode? Like straight away, walking away from this episode, what is one of those actions that they can actually take?
1: Okay. So um, one action I would say is get back to basics and start living and cooking like your parents and your grandparents and your great grandparents used to do. So we don't need um, exotic, really flavorsome meals. When we know that food is nutrition and when you see it that way, it changes the way that you need to eat. So people are looking for foods with lots of flavor because they're used to eating um, like processed and, and lab produced foods that are full of fat and sugar and salt and MSG, and that all overpowers the and taste the buds. So once you remove those uh, processed foods and you give your taste buds a chance to adjust and it, and it happens quickly, um you will find that a simple vegetable or a piece of fruit has so much flavor um so yeah get simple with your foods don't don't overcomplicate things you don't need you know five star quality restaurant meals do you feel
0: that's i know this is the case in my experience a lot of the time people are looking for the convenient foods because they're time poor. So how do they get around that? Because a lot of times I know that the people that I work with, it's it's not the only reason, but it's one of the biggest or is a big reason why they're eating processed food because it's quick, it's easy and it's convenient. So how do they get around yeah
1: so uh i'm a huge advocate for leftovers i love leftovers so i will spend my afternoon my sunday afternoon meal prepping if if necessary so in summer i'll get my um, i use glass containers for lunches and i'll make salads in them for the week ahead Um, That all i have to do in the morning is throw you know, whatever on it, nuts and seeds and what have you. Um, And I like to cook like one meal, but have it over two or even three nights. So, you know, jazz it up, do different things with it, you know. Um, And a simple thing that I really like is just like stir fried vegetables and things like that. That's so quick to make. By the time you... Um, throw all of that in a wok you know it's yeah it's no time really and and planning ahead you know like if you're running the oven for um you know dinner tonight have a think about what you can do for tomorrow night or tomorrow's lunch or whatever and you know meal prep something
0: Yeah, so that's definitely on board with that. That's definitely something that I teach all of my clients and there's something that I also do uh, every week. Um, So say somebody has one of those symptoms that you said at the beginning, so the bloating, the constipation, the skin issues, um, I can't remember everything that you said. Say if they've had that problem for a lot of years, they haven't been able to find what the cause of it is or being able to fix it, what would be a step that they could take towards um, finding an answer or finding a solution?
1: Um, So, um, I think... Like a big thing that I get my clients to do is to keep like a food journal for a week or whatever and write down everything that they're eating. Amounts is not really all that big of a deal, really. It's more the type of food, but also to log what's going on internally, externally, you know, like I had a shit day at work today, the kids are mucking up whatever yeah Uh, you know it was raining for the third day straight whatever's going on write down what you're feeling how you feel what you're eating and more importantly what symptoms you're having everything that you feel yeah Um, and you can quite often marry these things up but a big uh I, i think that a big part of a lot of um digestive issues is processed foods, colours, numbers, flavours, preservatives, you know. So, so would you
0: suggest as an action step if they're experiencing those symptoms that one of their first steps could be to, to reduce processed foods?
1: Absolutely,
0: yeah. And, and keep so,
1: Yeah. So the thing that I say is, you know, if you want something that's processed, have a look at the ingredient list. And if you can honestly say, if I could be bothered making it, I have all of those ingredients at home in my cupboard, and then that's a good choice. But, you know, like I don't have, you know, additive number 123 or 173 or 320 in my cupboard to be able to put that into my food. Um, So, you know, put those things back I also look you know if if I turn something over and it's got a long list of ingredients I'll go mm, too many unless it's all like spices and natural things but you know MSG is in everything lots of salt lots of sugar in everything just to make things taste good and to look good you know like they, yeah. they add colors to things just to make them look good but those yeah. colors can have you know dreadful effects
0: on the gut yeah depending and I guess it depends on the person too um different people will experience different effects won't they yeah absolutely if somebody's listening to this episode what's the one thing that you want them to know if they walk away from this what's the one thing that you, you want them to know
1: after walking away from listening to this um you don't need to live with gut health problems you deserve to in fact you have the right to live a life where you bound out of bed full of fizzy energy and you can get through your day with ease not relying on medications or coffee and it can be good you we were made to be uh healthy individuals you know and our body knows how to heal itself we just need to give it the best possible chance and that means less
0: that means less processed foods
1: yeah get rid of the processed processed foods you know people um you know when they're going off to work or school they're looking for snacks oh we need something for morning tea and rather than grab a I don't know, 30 cent, 50 cent apple, they're going for a $4 muffin. And, you know, like the apple has soluble and insoluble fiber and, you know, it's amazing for your whole body. Whereas the muffin is full of fats and, you know, sugars and things. So yeah, choices that you make. It doesn't have to be boring, you know, like, I still go out and have a muffin or, you know, I I have things that people would probably say, "Oh, that's really not healthy. But when you don't do it every day and you've healed your gut, you can tolerate it occasionally.
0: Yeah, as long as you're not having it all the time. That's right there's a difference. So, okay. Well, thank you so much, Margaret. Uh, I will be doing more uh, episodes with you because there is a lot of knowledge that you have about a whole lot of different things that are really important for our health and wellness. Uh, and I don't want each episode to be too big because I know people have, you know, their time for. So I like to keep each subject to to a, you know, small, concise episode. And then we do small, concise episodes on all the different topics. So I will be speaking to you again. Thank you so much for what you have given us today. It's been super valuable. And I will have some links and things from you uh, that I will put in the show notes for anybody listening or watching this podcast. Uh, I hope you guys got some value out of this. And if you have any feedback or comments, please uh, feel free to let me know definitely wanting to know uh, anybody's uh, if they have any questions and we can answer them for you and i'll see you on another podcast margaret thank you for joining me thank you thanks shari bye everybody Thank you so much for joining me on this episode. Remember to check out the show notes and if you have any comments, feedback or suggestions, I'd love to hear them. If you've received value from this podcast, make sure to subscribe and I'd love you to rate and review the show. Have a fabulous day.